Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 143. Pay attention to small moments with uncontrollable joy. And I had seen this uh, from uh, Zach Pograb yet again, uh, another great post that he had done, where he said, pay attention to small moments with uncontrollable joy. During them, time flies by. And you don't think about time at all. It's often something normal, writing, designing, playing. The moment is all there. Flow state is the natural state. When you feel extreme happiness from a simple action, it's a sign of what you should be working on. Joy creates clarity. And I thought it'd be great to talk about different ways to figure out what brings you joy or what to work on or where to bring your focus and how to bring more clarity and where are you distracted. You can see where this is going, right? Because the small moments with uncontrollable joy is actually like or in what he's also calling flow state is actually a place you should probably be nurturing and playing more from and maybe you would be depending on how quote-unquote busy you are from a lot of other things and by the way I get it as you know I always relate to you guys like it's very easy to get distracted and busy quote-unquote from things that look like they need our immediate attention or our dominant attention all the time and that's why I'm always promoting journaling. That's why I'm always promoting meditation and prayer and sitting with yourself because <laughs> it's amazing what you find out about how we got so busy with things that may not even matter. Can you imagine that? Like being busy with a whole bunch of things. You're like, how did I get so busy with all these things? You ever all of a sudden wake up and it's like, October, like it is now, you know what I mean? Like, like where did the last so many months go? But I mean, I don't necessarily feel that way now in terms of, I mean, I love everything that I'm doing, but time does fly by for sure. And so he was right when he says during them, time flies by. I've loved everything that I've been doing this year, even though it's definitely pushed some of my, my boundaries because I've had to create some new things, you know, but, um, but the point I was going to go with is that do you ever all of a sudden wake up and look at like, oh, wow, where did the time go? And how did I get busy with those things? Sometimes they're the things you want to be busy with, but what about all the times that you didn't, right? Like, that's why time is so unbelievably precious. So I thought about 10 potential observations you can make or helping you find the signals that help you discover where's the uncontrollable joy at? Where's the peace? Where's the freedom? Where's the flow state at? So I want to talk about each of these questions. Okay, now the first one, I want you to think about what types of things are you doing when you feel joy or happiness? Seriously, like what's going on? What are some of the activities you're doing? What, um, what was happening? And you, a great signal, even if you, if you can't think of it now, have it in the back of your mind and realize later on when you find yourself talking so passionately about something in particular. Um, but it could also be uh, exercise. It could be meditation. It could be prayer. It could be 
coffee with a friend. It could be, you know, reading to your children, spending time with your spouse. Like it could be any number of things, but like, I want you to pay attention. What types of things are you doing when you feel joy or happiness? And I want you to write out a list of things. And I want you to do two, uh, two columns, one for work and one for play, right? One for life, I should really say, but life is all play really work and life, but, um, one for work, one for life. And on those, in those columns, what things are you doing that you feel joy or happiness? And again, the goal is to recognize when are you in a flow state? The second question, who are you around and enjoy small talks or big talks with? Who are you around? This is a big one because this starts to have you look at your environments. What is the environment like at work? What is the environment like amongst your peers? What is the environment like at home? What is the environment amongst your friends, colleagues, business partners, um, you know, your, your neighborhood, wherever you are? Who are you around and enjoy the small talks or even big talks with? who are you around that you don't and it's okay to know the difference between both because um if you don't feel the the joy uh or or the peace or the the freedom or you know you're not enjoying those talks that's okay and we're not going to focus on them but it's good to know because then you can look at the people that you are and you can actually go into further observation what are you guys talking about what's and why do you walk away feeling so good Right, because maybe you talk to somebody who's very encouraging. They're not gossiping. Uh, they're talking about ideas and uh, they're talking about spirituality or something that's very good for the heart or the soul. They're talking about, you know, building something, creating something, whatever. Pay attention. Why do you enjoy those talks? And they could be small talks or big talks. Because they could be small talks and you guys are just enjoying laughter, you know, having fun, joking, whatever. But there's just something very playful about it. And it could be deeper talks, philosophy, stoicism. God, you know, metaphysics, I don't know, quantum mechanics, whatever. It could be anything. What are the conversations? Why do you, so why do you feel a certain way when you leave those conversations? And what are some of those that are happening? It's great to know those things because they may even be tied to what you should be spending your time on. And the third question I ask here is, what work are you doing that you can't stop talking about even to people who may not understand, right? You ever get into this situation uh, and, uh, you know, you just, uh, you can just go on, on a tear about certain topics and, uh, you know, people in your industry uh, uh, or that can relate, obviously get it and you, you talk all kinds about those things. Uh, but then there's also maybe people, you know, who may not understand it because it's just not their field. They may not be, you know, inclined to know that information and that's okay. You want to pay attention to what is it that you're talking about that maybe they're even getting a glazed, like glazed over look, right? That's okay. Again, it's a signal and you're like, oh, wow, I really like to talk about this. And don't feel bad if you're misunderstood. Feel good that you spotted something that you loved just that uh, you love talking about that's maybe based around some aspect of your work. Right, so don't feel ashamed for wanting to just geek out about it. Instead, look at it as a signal as like, oh, I have a thing that's related to something bigger for me, or that's where I have flow state, or that's um, you know something that I, is a natural gift or talent. 
right? So that's an important one. The next question, what's one thing you know you're good at but aren't doing? That's a big one. What's one thing you know you're good at but you are not doing it? And this could be for any number of reasons. Uh, and, they, and, and it can range, right? Because on one hand, you are busy with just a whole bunch of other things. On the other hand, maybe it's a job that you, you know, is, is more for the, the path that you went, but you actually know that there's something you're even better at and you're not doing it and you have to figure out why that might be. What are you afraid of? Uh, or it could just be an activity that you know you're really good at that you used to do a lot, but aren't doing it. Why not? Because if you're really good at it and you love doing it, but you're not, the act of actually doing it will bring you greater clarity, greater understanding, greater peace, greater joy, greater direction. It can actually even be giving you ideas for your other work or for the other things that you need to do. When we are in a, a place of peace and joy from doing something that we love, we learn, we're very introspective. We learn a lot more about ourselves that can actually help solve problems in other areas, personal, professional, whatever, you know, a, a solution you have to come up with for something with your, your job or, or your business or whatever it might be, right? So what's one thing you know you're good at, but are currently not doing it? And you can make, you can make a list of more than one thing, but this is a good one. What's one thing you know you're good at brings you joy, but you're not doing it. The next one, number five, what do you get lost in hours doing? but have to pull yourself out of it to go do other things. This is a good one uh, because you see a lot of creatives. You, you hear a lot about musicians and artists and uh, computer programmers and uh, you know, painters and sculptors or, or farmers or electricians or, or people who work on cars, right? Like I know my, my nephew can get lost in working on cars for hours and hours and hours, right? Um, I know behind the computer, I can go hours deep with writing, with content, with creating all my systems, with doing all these different things. And uh, I, it's funny because I can get lost in that flow state for so long that I have to actually pull myself up out of it because also, you know, I, I want to take breaks. I want to get up from the computer. I don't want to be in front of the screen too long. And so there's something there. What do you get lost in hours doing but have to pull yourself out of to do other things? Now, okay. Some of you might say gaming, like, uh, you know, video games, or you could say, you know, something like whatever. And look, there are people who became professional gamers. So if that's something you can then turn into something else, cool, whatever. But I, I want to, I urge you to look at things from a skill set, which gaming can be a skill set, just so we're clear. I'm just saying that I, I urge you to look at things that you can just really immerse yourself in from a talent, gift, or task. So that way it gives you an idea of something that maybe you can weave into your life, right? Doing it more because it's a flow state. Number six, what are the topics people seem to come to you most with that you naturally help them and don't mind helping them even if it's not your background or training, right? You get what I mean on that? So like, there are going to be topics that people come to you over and over and over again. Maybe people come to you because you love fitness, you love nutrition, you're constantly, you know, always doing all the things to to be in your health, 
but you're uh, in a whole other profession. You're doing something completely different. And everybody comes to you naturally and keeps asking you how to do all these things. And that could be a sign. That could be something like, should I be doing this more? Maybe. I don't know. I can't answer that for you. But it's interesting, you know, or maybe people go to you for advice on uh, how to you know, manage your time more and be more organized, right? I mean, you're seeing, there are literally, there are profiles on Instagram of individuals who, who show how to organize homes, every aspect of the home with millions of followers. And that's now become their thing. They're helping people become more organized or feng shui in their energy in the home or whatever it might be, right? And, and that's the time we live in. That's why I'm iterating that you you don't necessarily have to stay on a path that may not bring you the type of uh, joy from the work. You can actually look at where the work you do does create joy and then how to create that into something bigger. So that's the point around that. But what are the topics people seem to come to you most with uh, that you naturally help them and don't mind, even if it's not your background or training? And the reason why I bring up the not your background or training is to the previous episode about... Uh, don't wait to feel qualified because you may be very naturally gifted at something that it took another person years and years and years to do, but you just naturally know how to do it. And that may seem odd to them. And they'll be like, well, no, I had to earn it the hard way. So do you. And you're like, but why? Because I just naturally know this. And so I'm just going to build it, you know, myself and still keep learning to do to build on this and how to do it but i just naturally know these things so it may not be your background or training don't disqualify yourself all right number seven what's something you get complimented on that you think is no big deal but just might be think about that one what's something you get complimented on that you think is no big deal but it, maybe it is and this is a very big one because uh, maybe you get the same compliments for a very long time, for many years since you were younger, and it's not anything that you really give allegiance to. You don't you don't really give it more attention, but you get compliments for it. It feels good. It's something that it's something related to something that feels good, and you just kind of naturally know it. There are people all the time that forego the compliment. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, you know, no, it was easy. It was easy. It was easy for you. It was easy for you. It doesn't mean that it's easy for them. Could you imagine if the world of thousands and thousands and thousands of people who it's not easy for were to get your help on something that's easy for you, as in a beautiful, abundant gift from God to allow you to help others in something that's easy for you and not for others. Welcome to doing something that brings you joy and income. Right? So... You get you get where I'm going with that. Uh, something you get complimented on that you think is no big deal just might be. Number eight. What are two to three things you did in your childhood that also came naturally that you no longer incorporate into your present? That's a big one. What are two to three things you did in your childhood that also came naturally that you no longer incorporate into your present? They could be activities, they could be, and by the way, they could be sports, and you're like, oh, I no longer play that sport, I got older, that's fine, can you incorporate the sport, because it brings you joy, and bringing joy brings you clarity into other areas of your life. It's not always about business, or that like, changing, drastically changing your career, or becoming an entrepreneur, or any of these things, it's about finding out what was bringing you a sense of peace, 
that might have been intricate in other areas of your life and is a God-given gift or is your soul's way of saying like, hey, here's where I can uh, find peace and joy and release and express and do all these things. It leads into other things in your life. So think about what are two to three things you did in your childhood that also came naturally that you no longer incorporate into your present. And I urge you to maybe think about how you can incorporate them into your present. Number nine, when you're stressed, what brings you back into joy or peace? That's another big one. All these are big. When, you when you're stressed, what brings you back into joy or peace? Is it prayer? Is it meditation? Is it grounding in nature, walking barefoot outside? Is it going for a walk? Is it cooking? Is it calling someone? Is it, um, and who, and then this goes back to who are you around? Who are you talking to that? So that way you can have them bring you back into your, your state of peace, right? When you're stressed, what brings you back into joy or peace? Very important because these are your ways to get back to center much faster. The faster you can get back to center, the faster you can solve problems, move in the direction you need to move into, receive the things that you're trying to receive in life, whatever it might be. When you're stressed, what brings you back into joy or peace? Know what they are. They become your tools that help center you and ground you and get you back faster and faster and faster. That after a while, the practice of going back into it faster and faster and faster finds yourself a lot less stressed over time. And number 10, when you feel extremely present, what's going on? When you feel extremely present, what's going on? And as a bonus question to that one, what were you doing before it? So it's possible that when you were doing any some kind of activity that all of a sudden now, right now you're feeling very present. What was the activity before? And then feeling very present right now, what are you feeling? What's going on? And you don't have to feel it right now as you're listening to this podcast, but I urge you to think about that sometime in the future. The moment you have a very... What I mean by a very present moment is you ever feel like everything completely slows down and feels exact in this moment. You're not overthinking. You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. Everything feels all at that exact right moment. Everything feels completely aligned. It can last a few seconds. It can last a minute or two. I love when those things happen because it's like divine alignment. Like, you know, right then and there, you're like, oh, wow, everything's actually really fine. It's a very present moment. What were you doing right before it? And what is going on right then and there? And what are you what are you feeling? And if you can, write it down. If you're driving, pull over. <laughs> you know, but like write it down. What are you feeling in that moment? That's that's almost like accessed information from your soul from God. When you feel extremely present, what's going on and what did you do before it? So pay attention to small moments with uncontrollable joy. During them time flies by, right? And uh, joy creates clarity. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. This was a good one. I'm glad I did these these 10 questions. I was thinking about this uh, for myself, and I thought it would be really great to give you the prompts to bring you, the journal prompts to bring you more into the signals that if you pay attention to them, you can align with faster into flow state and be paying attention to the things that matter quicker and and over time, letting go more of the, the quote-unquote busyness aspect so you can get more into intentional time, spending time, right? I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for tuning in every single day, pretty much every single day. Please leave a written review on Apple and a five-star review. It helps expand the awareness of the show. Please leave a five-star review on 
Spotify and any of the other platforms. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.